he spoke with Making Contact producer Andrew Stelzer. So first of all, could you summarize the reasons you opposed the Olympics back in the early 1970s? Well, there were two major thrusts. Um, I, well, number one is that uh, yeah, it was very apparent that the Olympic Organizing Committee was underestimating the costs and overestimating the benefits, or at least I thought it was clear. Uh, you know, all you had to do is look at the fact that Montreal has, was a billion dollars in debt, that Sapporo, Japan was a billion dollars in debt after the Olympics. So cost was one of the major factors. The second one was the fact that um, Colorado was already the third fastest growing state, and uh, I and an awful lot of other people felt that this was uh, why spend all of this money on one 10-day event promoting Colorado when we already had uh, enough growth uh, we, we were having uh, trouble handling it. So two wheels on the bicycle, one is cost and the other is the growth issue. And how did you turn those issues into a successful campaign? Uh, luckily, one of our papers anyway, um, was truly in the great tradition of the press. The editorially, they supported the Olympics, but they were an honest press people who held the Denver Organizing Committee accountable. And I would say that um, on least uh, 20 occasions, there was a big headline in the paper saying that the Denver Organizing Committee has essentially done it again, and there's an increase in the costs. By the time the vote came, uh, the estimates were so substantially more than they'd originally said. We were able to make the argument that Colorado is a small state, we had two and a half million people at the time. It was um, already beset by numbers of demands on the budget. And that uh, we were, as the host state and city, we were essentially the insurer of any shortfall. And that given the size of the shortfalls in other places, that this was a risky adventure. And when the people um, and the voters saw it, the magnitude of what they had undertaken, uh, they had certainly second thoughts. And was there a lot of door knocking, a lot of grassroots activity, people trying to organize the population, or was it mostly, as you've been describing, played out in the press? No, there really was. At least there was in, in, in places uh, where the Olympics were going to be held up in our mountains, uh, more specifically um, in Evergreen, there was an incredible outpouring, and the governor even went up there, and uh, people in Evergreen were absolutely up in arms, and they were knocking on their neighbor's door, and they were organizing, they were sending us money. But that was not the case. Uh, Colorado is a big geographic area. We didn't have any money. We ran no ads in our defense. They ran all kinds of ads in favor of the Olympics. But it really was a matter of neighbor knocking on neighbor's door. But this was the biggest subject when you went down to the local coffee house. This is what was talked about and after church. And all throughout, this was, you know, was Colorado. Had we bitten off more than we could chew? So in our program today, we're looking at opposition to the Olympics in other cities, Vancouver, London, Rio. And it seems like these days, while there may not be community opposition to the level we saw in Colorado, uh, there still are a lot of complaints about overdevelopment, how low-income people are being displaced to build facilities, 
And so I'm wondering, what are your thoughts about the protests we see in other towns around the world on these topics? And what is your advice in general to other cities? You know, my advice would be um, sort of don't overreact. Hold your organizing committees accountable. Make sure that there's a, a realistic cost-benefit analysis, and then be very careful to factor in things like security. Um, I think that's what's going to be one of the problems in London is the unknown quantity of security that they're going to need there. And those are indirect factors that also go to the heart of whether or not these are um, worthwhile for a community to go after. Dick Lamb was a three-term governor of Colorado and, as a state assemblyman, led a successful drive to keep the 1976 Olympics out of Denver. He's currently the co-director of the Institute for Public Policy Studies at the University of Denver. Thanks so much for speaking with us. Hey, my pleasure. Good interview.